presented by Lazy Boy Studios. Previously on Dungeon Tales. Bear, I want you to pay attention. Because there's going to be a lot of bear-themed traps, and I don't want you to get distracted or aroused by all the random bear <laughs> things, okay? Yeah, you cut him in half, and he dies. Oh, nice. And, uh... It's now the other tribal warrior's turn. Wait, first, which direction did I cut him in half? Like, down the middle, or like a hot dog, or like hamburger style? You know, like at the waist? Uh, we'll say diagonally, like through the shoulder, out through the hip. Ooh, like a grilled cheese sandwich. Exactly. <laughs> How did you kill your person today? <laughs> Like a hot dog, a hamburger, or a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> I'm going to kill him grilled cheese style. <laughs> All right. So we now want to go to the uh, great city of Bushtown. As soon as you walk into town, there's no humans in sight. You don't see a single living person or a dead person. There's just no bodies. Free no loop. person. It's Weird. just like this abandoned town. And Lamont's walking through. He's like, huh, uh, you know, I, I was here like a day ago. I, I don't know what's going on. You hear a voice, sort of like this very tiny, squeaky voice coming from a bookcase that seems to be outside the town library for some reason. Hi, uh, can you help me? Sure. Yeah. I mean, everyone in this town, suddenly everyone went tiny, and I don't know what the fuck happened. Suddenly, you hear a horn. This purplish wave of magic starts to spread over the village. You see that the town itself now starts to shrink. And unfortunately, because you guys are in the town, you guys find yourself shrinking also. Hello, and welcome to Dungeon Tales. My name is Chris. I'll be your Dungeon Master this evening. And first off, we're going to start off with some character introductions. So, uh, Mark, why don't you go first? All right. So this is Mark, and I am playing Sunny, the Wild Magic Sorcerer. And what is Sunny? He's a unicorn. Okay, good. Not a horse, a unicorn. Right, right. He's a pony. He's a unicorn. <laughs> All right. And, uh, Rain, you want to go ahead and introduce your character? Hi, I'm Rain. I'll be playing Kun tonight. I am a human rogue. I am the most ordinary one out of the bunch somehow, despite having the most anime-looking hair. Good. And Tyler. Hi, my name is Tyler. I play a brown bearskin barbarian named Bear. So, last time where we left off, you guys are in the town of Bush Place, and you had... Um, yeah, I know. Bush Place. You Suddenly, there's like this wave of like purple magic and you guys find yourself uh you guys shrunk to half size and the houses around you got to be about like playhouse size and you were talking to some small people um and you tried to help them out with metronome and hopefully dispelling them but um mark was about to cast something else so you decided to knock them out with a bitch slap and it worked yes it did work so now you guys are all half the size you were. Um, and Lamond is still sleeping, but he's also shrunk. I checked my pants. 
It also shrank with you. Damn, I didn't have much to lose. <laughs> All right. Um, and you hear the small voices from you, uh, from beneath you guys, and you're like, hey, yeah, you guys should fucking leave. This happened to us, too. The houses are new, though. So how big are they now? They're still the same size, actually. It seems so to be once minimum. you... Yeah, there's a minimum. So apparently once you get to a certain height, you stop shrinking. Well, we should get to the tower before it continues. Though, now I'm guessing I'm small size for medium? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You're, let's see, you're what, like five foot something? I'm like five, six, five, seven. Yeah, you're about halfling size now. Cool, I can sneak better. Uh, uh, I, okay. Uh, is Mark asleep? Uh, or unconscious? Mark, Mark conveniently, he wakes up and he finds himself now back to his, uh, miniature horse size or a unicorn. So am I in my original size before I grew eight inches or am I? Well, you're half, half size? you're half of that size. So I'd say you're like, that's right. You gained eight inches. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you're like two feet, seven inches or something. Uh, I don't and think the horse needed extra inches, but OK. <laughs> hey, you take it up with him as his wild magic table. It wasn't up to me. It was the wild magic that did it. <laughs> I didn't keep rolling that dice until it happened. Uh <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then also Bear is, like, he went from seven foot when standing to, like, three and a half feet tall. High five. All right, um, and as you guys are, so Kuhn mentioned he wants to leave the city and go find the wizard. What do you guys want to do? Uh, yeah, wizard, let's get back to regular size. Fuck this. We're off to stab the wizard, the magical wizard of the tower. <laughs> Now, uh, did you guys want to do anything with Lamond, or are you just going to leave him there? Who's Lamond? Uh, is he awake? He's asleep. He's the guy who's um, about to be murdered by the mosquitoes, and he's apparently been your guide this whole time. I thought we killed the mosquitoes. We killed the mosquitoes. Didn't I, um, didn't I heal him? Yeah, he did, but he he still looks like he's almost dead. Like He woke up, and he's like, I'm going to take a nap. So he's technically mid-a-long rest. Oh, I see. Uh, I go kick him did in the side. Did he shrink with us? Hmm? Did he shrink with us? Yeah, he did. And Rain, uh, roll for damage. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, unha- I deal automatically three damage. Okay, so you kick him in the side, and he just groans like, oh, good morning, fuckface. We got to go. We're shrinking. What? We're shrinking. Uh, what did I drink? Uh, I don't think you drank anything. I think it was you were drunk from. What? The mis- okay. we, we need to go. We need to get to the tower. The mosquitoes started sucking your blood and we have to go now. Okay. All right, fine. So he gets up and uh, he staggers over towards uh, the sunny... And he goes, can you just carry me there? Um, no, I only made that deal with Kuhn. Uh, but maybe a bear can carry you. Bear, 
Can you just, I don't know, throw me over your shoulder or some shit? Okay, so I pick him up and throw him on my shoulder. Okay. Good. And then um, as you guys are about to leave, you hear a voice go, Hello? Norman? Grumbles? Come on, you guys hiding from me? Did you guys finally remember my birthday? Come on. Where'd you guys go? Do we see a person? And you I see hide. a person like come out of the bushes. And I go like... I hide behind the bear. <laughs> so he sees bear. Uh, how are you carrying uh, Lamont, by the way? Like, are you just sort of cradling him uh, over your shoulders? Fireman carry? No, I have him like slumped over one shoulder. So like his face is at my bear ass. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't like his feet are in front of me. And then he's yeah, that's over. fine. Uh, it's, uh, so you see this guy pops up, and so he just sees Bear and Sunny. He goes, "Oh, uh, wait a minute, Norman Grumbles, is that you? Oh man, you guys got changed into some funny animals." Why are you carrying a dead guy? How, how big is this person? Um, you're a funny he's animal. Not. So this guy is six feet tall. Like, he's normal height for a human. Oh, so he's, like, looking down on me. Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. Why are you guys so short? How would I shank your genitals off with my horn? <laughs> Grumbles, you need to calm down. Does he look drunk? I'm going to try to shank his genitals off with my horn. He does not look drunk. Can I do an insight and, check? Like, yeah, what, what's the fuck's off with this guy? Do an insight check and uh, roll to hit. I rolled uh, a dirty 20. Okay. I got a 15. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Sunny, roll for damage. And Rain, from what you can tell, he's just a guy looking for his party Six members. Damage. Okay, yeah, you stabbed him really, like, right in the thigh. He happens to move. Just as like, oh, Grumbles, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and just at that moment, Rain, you remember that the small people you were talking to was named Norman and Grumbles. Are they dead? I'm trying to remember they're if we not... killed them by accident. No, they're the ones that uh, were about to be protected by Sunny's spell. <laughs> protected as vines grow through their bodies. I am not them Grumbles. Them. I am an actual unicorn and stop calling me Grumbles. Okay, All right. so um, um, what what's the guy's name that I'm carrying? Is uh, Lamond. Okay, I drop Lamond, and uh -huh. I draw my great axe, and I attack the giant. Okay, okay, hold on. I think I was like, okay, okay, hold on. Obviously, we got off on the wrong foot here. Um. Apparently, you're not Norman and Grumbles, because Grumbles, I understand, would stab me, but Norman would not pull out a fucking great axe as a bear and try to kill me. He's at least the sane one. And he goes, okay, so let me let me do this again. My name is McFarlane Hendrickson. You can call me Mick. How are you? I'm frustrated because I'm small. I, I understand. I, I used to be small at one point in my life it's okay buddy you'll grow <laughs> when you're a baby no i used to be 
I used to be regular. So I, I only come out from behind the bear and I'm like, no, we were Holy full shit. size. He's <laughs> <laughs> a small man. <laughs> I'm like, should I just shoot him in the nuts? Shoot him in the nuts. I'm like, no, we were normal sized, just as your friends who are down there somewhere. What? Used to be normal size. My my friends are down. They don't remember my birthday, do they? No, they're literally shrunk, like in a bush. Do you guys have a birthday cake, or am I just going to leave you here to be small? And you hear the time. I'm leaving. Listening. You guys can come with me if you want. And I turn around and I walk the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you're walking that direction, you start to hear screams coming from which direction? Your feet. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I guess I stop and pause and I look down. <laughs> you see there, uh, <laughs> you look closer and you see there seems to be like a collection of townsfolk in that general direction. And you hear voices go like, Halt, tiny unicorn man, please go the um, other I way. I stop and I try to gently go backwards while trying to either step on the same steps that I did before or just try to avoid all of the tiny people completely. So luckily you did not kill anybody, but you almost did. So that's where the screaming came from. Oh, okay. Uh, and you hear um, Norman yells, Mick, get your ass down here and pick us up. <clears throat> and so Mick just puts his hand out and like, you see these two tiny figures jump onto his hand. He's like, uh, okay. He just picks up a pocket and just throws them in. <laughs> so, um, nice meeting you guys. Uh, you didn't tell me your Make name. Make sure they have enough air. <clears throat> oh, yeah, good point. It's about to do something stupid. Um, so he, he moves his pocket and sort of hangs them on the cuff. <laughs> He goes, all right, stay safe. Um, anyways, so again, my name's Mick. It was nice to meet you. And uh, I guess I'll be... Wait, what, what are you guys doing? Like, are, do you have a plan for saving the small people? Hold on. If it was... Hold on, hold on, hold on. If it was nice... I just stabbed you. If it was nice to meet me, who are the people you normally meet? <laughs> You've never slept with Grumbles before. I'm lucky to be alive most nights. Wait, you've slept with Grumbles? I'm, you know what? In the same I, you know tent. What? Whatever, same, whatever you and... Same tent, okay? Look, honestly, I've been around long enough that I've seen and know of plenty. And you know what? You do you. Okay. Anyways, the bear seems to or be the most sane person here. Besides having his great axe still drawn. I haven't even stabbed you, thank you very much. <laughs> I should fix that, obviously, since I'm one of the bad people. <laughs> I love how that's your standard of, if I'm good or not, I haven't even stabbed you yet. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it is me. <laughs> he goes like, so, wait, so you guys are planning to kill the wizard, then take the loot? And reverse the curse? Yes. Okay. Or we could just extort the wizard into reversing the curse and then kill him. I was planning on stealing his kidneys and selling them on a black market somewhere, but okay. 
I guess that makes sense. Now, if you have a cleric with you, couldn't you steal his kidneys and then use, like, I don't know, major or mass healing or something and regrow them and sell them again? Mm, if we had a druid, we could have generation. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So, are you a cleric? No, sorry. I'm a, oh. I'm a warrior. Oh, so are you a druid? No. Okay, I look at Bear. Are you a cleric or a druid? We're not making money selling organs on the black market just yet. <laughs> oh. I like how the so look at the one looking food. for these possibilities. <laughs> I'm like, you don't even have a use for gold. Yeah, but I'm I can buy sugar cubes. <laughs> it all comes back to addictions, folk. <laughs> like, okay, well, um, I guess... I mean, I could come with you guys, and we could see if we could uh, fight this wizard guy together. All right. Mm. Actually, I'm going to do an insight roll. Okay. I walk away. Do you walk just outside of the town, or do you yeah. walk towards the same direction with the mass of people? Uh, I, I got a I drop down on my four legs and just walk out of town. Okay. So on your insight check, you you don't see anything specifically like... You know, sounds like it's scary or it sounds like he's about to do something, but he is. Um, you can tell that he seems to be a good natured person who deals with a lot of bullshit. He's not even upset that you stabbed him type of thing. That's part of what concerns me. Mm, I get it. He's not aroused by it either. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's like it's well, another good. day in the neighborhood. You know, <laughs> we, we don't kink shame in this party. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, this is great. So, um, which where's the wizard? Uh, the tower. Oh, and he turns and he sees like, oh, that tower. Oh, one thing I should let you guys know: I'm directionally challenged. Welcome to the party. <laughs> what I mean is, like, I get lost super easily. Oh. Well, yeah. if you get lost, that's on you. Yeah, that's what my party members normally say. And you hear the tiny voices in his pocket be like, ah, shit. If he gets lost, we're lost with him. Fuck. How is your voice so deep when you're so small? <laughs> Don't question the way of grumbles. Now, uh, so you guys start leaving the town towards the tower? I'm going to follow Kuhn wherever he goes okay. in this case. But um, I am going to be very, very, very carefully watching my step. Okay. We don't have any. Fuck, we don't have a druid or a ranger, do we? No. No, you do not. Lamont cool. is just laying um, around. Yeah, it's true. Bear just fucking left. He's like, fuck this guy, I'm out. <laughs> I put it. Uh, I tie rope to his arms. I thought you were going to say his neck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I was going to have. I was just going to tie him off to the animals. Uh, <laughs> whoever is willing to drag him, he'll eventually wake up until we make camp, which we should probably make camp, to be honest, but I also don't want to be in yeah. the area of the spell. So I start making way towards uh, the tower. Okay. At a very quick pace, because I don't want the spell to hit me again, because being smaller means it takes longer. <laughs> it's true. Conveniently, your movement speed has not decreased at all. Cool, then we're going to stay here until I'm, like, half an inch tall. <laughs> because then I can do, like, 30 feet 
while like you know like a quarter inch tall just like yeah. jump up people's noses and start stabbing and like cause like brain injuries. that'd be terrifying that sounds very frightening it's like ant-man chaotic evil maybe <laughs> <laughs> all right so um ant-man unhinged <laughs> Ant-Man, what if? <laughs> Deadpool, right, so you guys, if he got the Ant-Man suit. So you guys just start heading towards the tower, and you find Bear already on the path. He just happened to be walking in the right direction. You happen to come across what seems to be like this camping ground, and you don't see like any um, anybody there. And you see that there used to be some tents set up there recently, but... It doesn't look like there's any parties in this camping ground at the moment. Hmm. I, I, I give like a small like. Like, see if I hear anything back. You just hear the birds of the forest and uh, you hear Mick from behind you go, uh, do you speak bird? Yes. Wow. What are they saying? Do not sleep underneath the trees. Oh, Okay. <laughs> uh, so he goes into the middle of the camping ground. Unless you want a salty treat in the middle of the night. A salty treat? Is that what he said? Yes. <laughs> so he goes into the middle of the campground and he just sort of lays down. Oh, uh, is this your campground? No, I, I just, I thought we we're taking a long rest. Uh, how far is the town from us? It. At this point, it's about 30 feet. It's not that far at all. No, we're like, fucking like, keep going. <laughs> it's like it's weird that there's a campground right outside. The, the, no, we're we're going. Uh, okay, okay. So he mix gets back up and uh, he starts... He waits for you guys to go ahead and he starts walking. Now, Bear, technically you're leading at this point. So I want you to do a survival check. Oh, no, I'm not trusting him at all with survival. Too late. <laughs> Got a 13. Okay, so uh, you guys go about another 150 feet. You find there seems to be less things that are shrinking. Like you see that there's like you're getting more and more out of the area type of thing. And you find the tower itself seems to have like this anti-magic field around part of it. And you're sort of showing... Hmm? Do we de-shrink? No, not yet. Like, you're almost into the field, but it's, like, about another 300 feet away from you. I throw a rock at the field. You throw a rock at the field and it sort of just crackles and breaks and falls into dust. I have a technical question. Yeah. 300 feet is a very long distance to throw a rock. Is that out of range? For rain? Maybe, since he's small now, but... For the sake of the story, no. I would like to point out that a professional quarterback uh, can throw about that far. So you're saying Rain has a really good arm? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I mean, what is it? Dexterity. 18 dex is equivalent to what? I mean, if you actually to make this fair, to make it more realistic, Rain, why don't you just roll a dexterity check? Thanks, Mark. Thanks. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, wait, that was a deck save. Well, it's true. 
But he's still got that one, so we'll just change the modifier to a plus four. Um, <laughs> so he, he he takes the rock, and you see he tries to throw it, and you just sort of hit Mick in the back of the head somehow, even though he's behind you. <laughs> and he just goes unconscious. <laughs> it, bounces, it like bounces off a tree, off another tree, and then... Wah! <laughs> and Mick goes unconscious, and um, I want to give you an opportunity to do a dex. Well, yeah, I'll let you get an opportunity to do a dex save. As you see, he's about to fall forward and you hear the screaming of Grumbles and Norman in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> ah! I got a job. <laughs> Why did he go down in one hit <laughs> from a random rock? What the hell is a throw, man? <laughs> uh, so... You stop him from falling face first, and you sort of drop him to the ground and roll him onto his back. And uh, you hear the tiny people are like, uh, you know what, we'll just stay here with him till he wakes up. Can uh, you protect him? No, but, you know, I mean, if someone tries to kill him, we can at least use magic or something. I walk over to him and I gently put my foot, my hoof on his head and I start shaking him. Oh, I thought you were going to say stomping. I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, not going to slow us down. <laughs> I, I take my foot and I curb stomp him. <laughs> His head squishes like a watermelon. Now, um, so you start shaking him and he does not respond at all. Like he, he's still breathing, but there's like no response to the movement. Wow. He's really out. Try, try stabbing him again. <laughs> I thought unicorn horns can heal. <laughs> well, they can, but I already healed Lamond with it. <laughs> I mean, I can just rest here before we, we figure out how fast we can throw you into the... I mean, not throw you into the magical field surrounding the tower. <laughs> Honestly, if you could throw me at all, I would be impressed. Yeah, Kuhn only trusts people as far as he can throw them. Hold on. <laughs> I, I have 15 strength. And if your half is the size you were, could we do it? <laughs> Let's see. I was four, That would make me 450 pounds. Okay, you were 900 pounds? Yeah. For a horse, that's normal. That's I actually even relatively small for a horse. I mean, I guess that makes sense. It's just still shocking to me. Yeah. Oh, I don't have the calculator. Damn you. Okay, we... Five times my strength, so 15... Yeah, no, you're too much. Okay. So, uh, do you guys take a rest here at this Are you still going to try, though? I can... Oh, I could do... 250 pounds. No. I, I go and grab you, like, by the stomach. And I'm like... Ugh! And I'm like, no, fuck that. <laughs> I'm like, this is not worth my time and effort. I, I, I like find like a nook in a tree and pass out. Okay. Uh, Bear, do you take a long rest also? Uh, how far away from the shield? You're still 300 feet away. You just sort of stopped after you hit Mick in the back of the head with a rock. Okay, well, I do a perception check to see if there's any food around. I got an 11. Okay. Can you just eat, like, a shit ton of honey? I'm a bear. I'm always fucking hungry. 
<laughs> yeah, you find uh, what looks to be like some type of fruit, like this red, juicy fruit. Uh, it looks kind of bulbous and like fleshy, but it's like red like an apple. And you find like a tree of them. Is it before winter? It is before winter. Ah, uh, that's why the bear is so hungry. He's getting ready for hibernation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In which Maybe case... The next, the next day winter comes, he just fucking passes out. He's out of use for the rest of the party. So, so it turns out bears actually, like, our definition of hibernate we were taught as kids is wrong. They're actually still awake. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, they, they just wake, wake up, up and lay down and they're like, fuck this. I'm not moving anywhere unless I have to. Mm-hmm. And they also go like, like they do sleep for a lot longer and then they get up and eat snacks they have stored in their cage. Yeah. So since he's getting ready for hibernation, the fun bear fact for the day is bears eat up to 20 times per day at this time to increase their weight before entering the den. They can wow. eat up to 20,000 calories a day. And add a layer of fat that is four to five inches all around its body. Interesting. That means if it was stabbed, then you would just get a bunch of fat. By a dagger, yes. (laughs) Well, yeah. By a long stabbed by a great sword, then that would be a different story. But well, did you know technically a knife and a dagger have different length qualifications? And after a short distance, it ends up being a sword after, like, I think 12 to 13 inches technically qualifies as a sword. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So, now, do you all take a long rest? Um, hey, this is a weird area. Does, um, should one of us keep watch? Um, hmm. Hmm. Sure. I stay watching the tree. Lamont should take the last watch since he's already started sleeping. Uh, um, okay. Right. I like the visual effect there for our viewers who didn't notice that Chris just yawned in real life. <laughs> yes. I guess I'll take second watch. Bear, you want to take third watch? Um, I'm stuffing my mouth with fruit. So I just go... <laughs> Uh, I'll take that as a yes. And when you're done with your with your third watch, um, make sure to wake up Lamont so he can take fourth watch. By the way, how is that fruit? Is it yummy? Uh, I want you to roll Constitution uh, saving throw. That usually means no. I got an eleven. So it is yummy, but you notice that there's uh, some sort of hallucinogenic effect that you start going through. And when you were grunting towards Sunny a moment ago, you thought it was a. Uh, happy dancing man okay. so like you're just seeing like a whole bunch of random pictures and stuff nearby one of the trees you see looks like it's made completely out of honey i, r- I run over to the tree and i start eating it <laughs> okay so you start eating the tree and it's just like it completely messes with your taste buds and things because you think you're eating honey and all they see is you just ravenousing ravenously eating this tree like ripping the bark off and eating the inside and the tree actually starts to fall over um and not in their direction but you're just sort of eating this thing so i go over to coon and i go 
Is that normal for a bear? I have no fucking clue. Um, um I'm just gonna I stay the I'm gonna stay away. Can I look at him and determine if he is tripping balls or not from my observation? <laughs> uh do you do a perception check. Okay. From your many years of uh tripping of balls. partying <laughs> of partying with fellow unicorns and tripping <laughs> balls. I got an eleven. You are you think he may be tripping balls, but you're not entirely sure. You think it maybe it is a normal bear thing? Maybe he is tripping balls. I carefully walk over to him and I go, bear? 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 <gasps> it's time <gasps> for sleep now. Yeah, it's time for sleep now. Aren't you tired? I'm sure you want to go to sleep. It's been a long day. You should go to sleep. And when you turn towards Sunny, you just see like this giant impersonation of the moon just sort of staring at you, talking. And it's like in a calming voice, kind of like, it's sleep time. So I go, and I just fall over and sleep. Yes, it worked. All right, Kuhn, I'm going to go to sleep also. Um, And I walk over to right next to Kuhn's tree and I go to sleep. I'm debating whether or not to steal everyone's stuff and run. <laughs> it's a good thing I don't have stuff. I have your sugar cubes. Actually, I, I'm holding your gold. That is true. <laughs> oh, yeah. In exchange for you riding me. Right, which he now no longer wants to do since the wild magic table is so great. <laughs> yeah, after you greased everything around you. <laughs> all right so you guys take a long rest um and coon i want you to do a perception check since you're on the first watch 11 okay nothing seems out of the ordinary um you do does anyone go you... missing <laughs> um so... i regularly count bodies by the way from what you can tell no one has gone missing okay good i don't so mind if they're that... dead just <laughs> The bodies are still there, but you can't tell they're not breathing or not. Okay. But they're not missing. Uh, so now it is time for Sunny's watch. Cool. I'm going to look around and see if anything approaches us. Okay. Oh, I uh, stealth hide myself from my sleep, by the way. <laughs> I just get the idea, like, you put, like, a fake wall or something. You got a 23. Okay, yeah, you very much succeed. <laughs> Like, you just go full-on, like, I don't know, PETA from the Hunger Games. Painted yourself yeah, into like, the scenery. I'm like, no one will ever fight. <laughs> <laughs> Is that rock snoring? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, it must be a golem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, Mark, uh, did you do a perception check? Oh, no. Okay, let's see. I got a six. Okay, so from what you can tell, nothing is um, has shown up yet. Like, there's nothing that seems to be appearing, and it's eerily quiet. And there seems to be a lack of wind. But besides that, everything else seems normal. All right. 
Well, then I go over to, I'm concerned about Bear, so I'm going to let him sleep it off a little bit longer. So I go over to Lamond and I try to wake him up. So you wake up Lamond and he's like, ugh. Oh, fuck. Is it nightfall? Yeah, we're all sleeping and it's your turn to take watch. Uh, Take watch for two hours and then wake up Bear and then it'll be his turn for watch. Wait, why am I tied up? Oh, it's because um, you were flailing in your sleep. Oh, okay. Thanks. Thanks, yeah. guys. Do you want me to help untie you? Nah, it's okay. I, I can take care of it. Okay. Um, so you go to sleep and Lamond does his watch. Well, I wanted to make sure, before I went to sleep, make sure that he was actually untied. He he just stood up. He didn't bother to untie himself. Yeah, I want to make sure that he's untied before <laughs> I go to sleep. Because if something attacks us, he probably shouldn't have his hands bound. <laughs> All right, fine. So you untie him and he's like, Okay, yeah, that's probably a smart idea. I mean, it's not like I have a weapon to fight for you guys anyway, so. Um, you could use Bear's weapon. Or that, or Mick's weapon. Oh, okay, yeah. Who? I don't know where Coon is. He disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> In the silence, you just hear the snores. I hear him, but I can't see him. <laughs> like a ninja in the night. <laughs> he mumbles in his sleep. <laughs> I need all the gold. <laughs> no, I don't want your liver. All right. So at this point, I um, I just go to sleep. I, but I go back over to Coon's tree. I don't necessarily see Coon, but the last place I saw Coon, and I go okay. to sleep. Good. And so um, Lamond uh, is there, and he's doing his watch, and. D20. So, Bear, you just sort of wake up a couple hours later, and you find that um, Lamond is missing. And you're no longer tripping balls. You feel quite refreshed, actually. Did he oh. eat it? <laughs> uh, there's no bones or signs of carnage nearby. It's just, like, Lamond is missing. Um, but also, I want you to do a perception check. You got an 18... So you look around and you see there's this owl with like this arrow through its chest, sort of staring at you and watching. And it's like this sort of like snowy owl with these bright red eyes just looking at you. Is it in a tree? It's in a tree, yes. Is the tree uh, close to me? It's, uh... Say it's about within 15 feet of you. Okay. So is it a skinny tree or a big tree? It's a big tree. Okay. And you look at the tree and you notice the tree seems to be the only dead tree in this enclosing of trees that you're in. Ooh, that's spooky. Okay, so um, I, I go over to the tree and I take my great axe out and I just whack it as hard as I can. Just try to chop it down. Okay. Question, does he wake us up? That's his choice. Well, I mean, I didn't wake the sound from the whacking of the loud whacking of the tree wake us up is more what I meant. Well, let's see. So what'd you um what'd you roll, Tyler? What am I supposed to roll? Just roll your great axe uh to attack thing. Okay. Uh damn it, I got a ten. You got a ten, okay. So 
Um, surprisingly, your great axe just sort of goes through the tree like mist. And uh, you find yourself sort of stumble into the tree and you're someplace that you've never been before. It's sort of like this dark area and you can't really see where exactly you are. <laughs> I do a perception check. I got an 11. So you open your eyes and you actually, it makes it easier to see. And you're like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> uh, and you see there is um, just a pile of dead bodies in front of you. And uh, the human bodies, all sorts of different types, humans, um, animals, owls. And you see this owl that you saw on the tree is now perched on top of the bodies and goes. Yeah, it just stares at you. It just says bear and then stares. It, yeah. Coon, you have a question. <laughs> Can I make a perception check to notice that the bear is still chipping balls? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Don maybe happened. I'm still high. <laughs> like, I wake up to him going, and attacking like a tree of an axe. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Do a perception check. 21. Okay, so you wake up and you notice that both Lamond and Bear are missing. And you don't see any sign of either of them. Do, do, do I see Sunny? You see Sunny, and you see Mick. And uh, do, do, do I see this owl that Bear can see or no? So you look around, you do see this dead tree, but the owl is no longer there. Do I see... I, I try finding footprints of Bear. So you find Bear's footprints uh, with the same perception check. You actually... Do investigation check. Oof. Ha! Dirty twenty. <laughs> okay. So you uh, sort of like pick up the leaves and drop it and they sort of blow in a certain direction. And you, suddenly, magically, it seems, these footprints appear. And uh, it shows you uh, Lamont's footprints going off someplace into the woods. And... Uh, another set of footprints chasing after him. And then you find Bear's footprints going into this dead tree. Into the dead tree? Yeah, like you see it goes up to it and then it looks like he sort of walked into it. Or like he hit it and there's no other signs of his footprints. Uh, I go wake up Sonny. All right, you wake up Sonny. Huh? I, I grab him by his horn and I shake his head around. Ah, what the fuck? What the fuck? Firebolt! <laughs> I'm like, the bear's missing! We gotta go! I actually did mean to cast Firebolt. The instant I see incantation, I smack him to disturb the spell. <laughs> yeah, I think... Uh, just for the jerk. rules of... Uh, concentration. Well, I, think, I think getting your horn jerk... not a concentration makes spell. Makes it hard to... Uh, it's spell. an instantaneous. No, when someone can cast a spell, you can make uh, attack of opportunity or something like that to disturb said spell. Like if you have the mage killer feet. Is it mage killer? Oh, well, I'm just grabbing his heart. Well, it's but, uh, I'll. Anyways, I don't think we need to get into the nuance of it. I wasn't totally awake and aware, so it would have been more difficult for me to cast it anyways. I mean, fair enough. I mean, worst thing is going to happen. You're going to take down the whole forest, but you know. 
Fire bubbles. <laughs> whole entire force falls, catches on fire. Everyone dies. Except Bear, who doesn't seem to be there. Bear, who's uh, off in the spirit Coon, realm. Don't, Coon, don't grab my horn like that. Why? Because I don't like it. How would you like it if I grabbed your horn? You can't grab my horn. You don't have hands. <laughs> no, but I have teeth. <laughs> I didn't need that image. All right, we're going to go find Bear. <laughs> I, I don't like the idea of anyone's teeth coming near my horn. Yeah, well, don't touch my horn. I, I don't feel like don't me touch touching horn, your horn is the equivalent of someone touching my horn. Uh, no, you only touch. You only get to touch my horn if you have my permission. Consent is sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so where's do what happened to Bear and Lamont? I don't know. I woke you up so we can go hunt down. Oh, okay. So I continue following. So Bear's tracks are gone. Bear's tracks go into the tree, and that's it. Like it's. I tried going into the tree. So do you put your hand on it? Yeah. You fall through. Of course. What does it look like to me? It looks like just a giant dead tree. No, I mean the whole scene that just happened. Because he walked oh. through the tree, he put his hand on it. So you think you may be tripping balls, because you see Coon just sort of put his hand on it, and he just sort of goes through the tree, and he's now no longer there. Um, I want to walk around the tree and look on the other side to see if Coon is there. So you look onto the other side, and you don't see anybody. What the fuck? Hey, the tree is fake. Did I hear that? Um, no, actually, but Bear heard it as Coon appears right behind you. So I want to gingerly touch the tree with my nose while keeping my feet firmly planted to the ground. So you touch the tree with your nose and you feel the tree sort of pulling you in. And uh, you sort of find yourself being dragged into the tree by some magical force. I want to resist it. Okay. Uh, roll a strength saving throw. 19. So you sort of backpedal and uh, it res- it keeps pulling against you, but you resist it to the point where uh, you're no longer being pulled. And so the- it sort of just stops pulling against you. All right. So I go, Mick! Mick! Uh, Mick is still unconscious, apparently. Uh, so I go over to Mick, and I shake his head with my hoof. You still don't get any response from Mick. All right, I try, like, lightly kicking him in the ribs. Like, not super hard, but just enough to, like, give him a little jolt. All right, you do two damage to his ribs, and he, he sort of coughs and goes, <coughs> What the fuck? What, what's happening? Why am I being attacked by the unicorn again? Because you were sleeping and I was trying to wake you up. I tried doing it the nice way and then I did it the hard way. Oh, okay. Um, Anyways, what the fuck is up with this tree? He looks at the tree? Huh. Well, all right, whatever. So then I just walk over to the tree and walk in it. <laughs> you hear Mick go, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now we're going to go back to Bear. And Bear, you still see this owl sort of staring at you. And it then just repeats, there. Okay, so I go owl. <laughs> and then it says, we meet again. Do I see this? 
Yeah, you hear it, but it bears sort of blocking your viewpoint, even though he's only like a foot. And a half I, I like crawl over and like right on his back. I'm like, please don't tell me that I was called Owl. <laughs> I realized my name was a problem for you, human. It's like saying that Jeff is of the species of Jeff. Ah, I see. Well, we go by Owl because that's easier to call than my original name of. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that name better. <laughs> yeah, I like that one too. I'm going to call you every time I want to talk to you. <laughs> well, first you have to say it correctly. <laughs> and hold on, hold on. Thank you. <laughs> Is it <laughs> in the back of your throat? <laughs> you guys really need to work on your pronunciation. You all insulted my mother in three different ways. You deserve it? <laughs> no, my mother is a saint. But anyways, Bernard. Finally, the you. band. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Her, her English or common name is known as Beethoven. No, um. <laughs> Mind blown. Anyways, bear. Do you remember the agreement? No. <laughs> um, I look at Bear and I go, Bear, address this gentleman by his name. Okay. Ah! I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Um, well, pretty much. I just need you to uh, get rid of these bodies and we're good to go. What bodies? And you happen to see the pile of bodies that the owl's been standing on this whole time. Just remember, no questions asked. Where do you want to put the bodies? Uh, gone. <laughs> I look around. What do Can I see? Can eat them? No, don't, don't feed him, people. And uh, you see, you're sort of in like this... It seems to be like this uh, own micro like pocket universe type of thing. Like it's Similar to, like, the inside of a tree, but it's sort of like it's been hollowed out, but it seems to be somewhat indefinite, indefinite, all at the same time. Is it like the inside of the tree if the tree were a TARDIS? Kind of. Okay. Suddenly he's like, now it all makes sense. <laughs> it's a bear, it's, sorry, it's an owl time lord. <laughs> Is it one of the newer models? It's not the actual TARDIS. <laughs> that was like a piece of shit and old. Yeah, no, it's it's like the new one that was a uh, cafe. Oh, okay. One season. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Um, and so the owl with the arrow through its chest sort of flies out of the tree and goes, Thank you again, bear. Oh, sorry, one question. Um, this is for you as the DM. When you say an arrow through his chest, do you mean like the shape of an arrow is is kind of imprinted or colored on his chest? No, or is like it a, a physical arrow that's like in one side and out the other of him? It's like an arrow through his back and out through his front. So he's like just a, impaled with an arrow and we just didn't even bring that up at all. No. no. Okay. Also that's the fact is I, I'm just assuming everyone's <laughs> tripping balls but me. And... I don't want to deal with it. Well, 
I okay. Well, anyway, so what from all of your perspectives, uh, the owl had bright red eyes and uh, had an arrow through its chest, and it looked a lot like Hedwig. So, but Hedwig died. But you know, this one didn't. Uh, but anyways, well, I guess as he's flying away, I go well goodbye. Ah! It's pronounced owl. And so the bear, uh, I keep saying bear. So the owl flies away. Um, I want to see the bear fly away. <laughs> <laughs> so I grab the bear in one hand. <laughs> like a football. All right. So I want a belt had- of giant strength just for that. <laughs> Throw me. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, what do you guys do with the pile of bodies so we catch them on fire that's a great idea i'm gonna start with a firebolt to see uh, what that does well firebolt works so um so just roll 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 or yeah okay all right i got a 15 okay yeah they catch on fire and i want you to roll damage nice i got a nine okay so uh you see it's like sort of like the whole Thing just sort of emblazes really quickly and then suddenly all the bodies are gone and you see there's like a treasure chest underneath Ooh. does it look good um and it's sort of like it's glistening with gold you hear owl's voice go um it's kind of random since i just met the other two but hopefully these will help you in your next encounter i touch it so you touch the chest and it sort of just opens really. Oh quickly. god, I roll away like a fucking ninja. Like finger poke, it starts to open. Back roll Dark Soul style, like weapons at the ready. Like expecting this thing to be like a mimic. <laughs> so uh, you jump back really quickly and you just see it had the spring loaded lid. And it nothing happens. Oh. It just opens. Well, then I uh, I walk over and I look inside. Okay, so you look inside and you see there is this. There's three different items in there. Um, one of them looks to be like a big great axe. Uh, the other one looks like it is a uh, orb of some sort. And this other one, it's hard for you to describe, but it looks kind of like dagger but it's also like a pen you're not entirely sure what it is huh i go to sign some documents oh no i brought my dagger (laughs) i need a pen ah dang it (laughs) go to stab someone oh i'm a pen i'm gonna bring my dagger (laughs) oh did we heal at all by the way for my rest yeah you did you did heal from the long rest so i go um so, oh, I want to do an Arcana check on all of the items that are inside. Okay. They're all magical as fuck. Nice. <laughs> how, how magical is as fuck? Uh, there's, like, is there a sort of, like, it's, like, minor, like, magic item, uh, magic item, major magic item, artifact, 
Magic is fuck. <laughs> it means it's um more old magic than magic as balls, but less old magic than magic as mitosis. Yeah, he gets it. I okay. just had an idea for a t-shirt with a meter on it. And it has... Oh, wait, what was the one you said? Magic as balls. And it goes, magic as fuck. Magic as fuck. <laughs> Magic as balls, magic as fuck. Magic as mitosis. <laughs> All right, so, so um, I pick up the great axe. I pick up the pen dagger because I can actually write. Although I don't know how I can use an orb. I mean, you'd be able to use an orb, but I think a pen dagger would be better for me. You just need to touch it. Well, actually, I'm going to change that. So instead of it being an orb, it's actually a red button. It's just a red button? Yeah, it's a red button. that you. It's like a portable red button that you know if you click it, something's going to happen. Yeah, when you push it, it says, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, all right, so in that case, I toss the pen over to Kuhn, and I pick up the red button, and then I put it down outside of the case, and then I press it with my nose. Okay. Uh, How are you picking this stuff up? With my teeth. You have hoofs. Oh. Yeah, I said with my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, ay, 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 ay. (laughs) (laughs) Good. So let me just add this stuff to your inventory quickly. So the pen sword thing you when you hold it in your hand, Rain, it sort of just is uh, perfectly in your hand, but you can tell there's like a sense of maliciousness with it. That's like probably the maliciousness. Hmm? Yeah, it's sort of like it intends to do. Like you can tell, it wants to cut things and drain people's blood. Oh, we will do that soon, my child. <laughs> um, that feeling that is probably the unicorn slobber. Sorry about that. I'm like, yes. Please. <laughs> Alright, so you guys go ahead and refresh your pages. You can see what you got. Now, you fuck ball. <laughs> Ooh, now, that's really cool. So go ahead and roll the D20, uh, Mark. So that way you can see what you did. Is it a dagger or a short sword? It's eh, debatable. Alright, I, I got a 14. So that means... <clears throat> The rubber duck lands near you and then explodes in two turns. Uh, do you fuck no? <laughs> so, well, any, well, do I know that it's going to explode? No. So I just so, go, oh, it's just a rubber duck. <laughs> I dive yeah. the fuck away. <laughs> Rule 30 applies. <laughs> Anytime magic near him happens, I'm like full belly dive away as fast as I can. All right, so I inspect the duck to see if I can tell anything about it. It's also magical as fuck. Um, Can I do some sort of check to determine if I know whether or not it's going to explode very soon? Uh, Do Arcana. See if if it gives you an idea. I got a nine. Uh, No. You think it's, you know, it may be up to no good, but you don't know. Well, in that case, I just pick up the button and I walk over to Kuhn just sort of nonchalantly. And then I say, um, 
And then I drop it at his feet and I go, hey, can you put that in your bag? And then maybe while we're fighting or something, or if I feel like I need it, you could throw it to me because I don't really have a bag or a pocket or a place to put this. And I don't want to carry it in my mouth all the time. I just imagine like he's like walking. He's like, uh, 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 it's just constantly pressing the button. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking that if it's sort of shaped like a cylinder with a button at the end of it, then I would be holding the cylinder part in my mouth. Yeah, for easiness. We'll or is it, it or is it more shaped like the easy button, the that was easy button? I was thinking it's more like the that was easy button, but for the sake of making this easier for you, we will have it so <laughs> that just, it's... Yeah, just like kind of it to his side. Walking. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll make it the cylinder one in this case. Uh, um, I'll put it in my bag, like, but it'll still be his inventory. Good. Okay. All right, and so um, now you guys have all of your magical weapons. And uh, what do you guys do? You're still in this tree hardest thing. Um, so is there a way for us to get out? Same way you came in. Who said that? God. Now, anyways. <laughs> Dear God. Why I, the hell am I, I on this I just look around as I hear just the way you came in. I go... <laughs> <laughs> Looking around... <laughs> confusedly well well the mysterious voice told us so i guess we should go that way and then you hear uh you hear al goes <laughs> just joking it just uh he goes don't worry you can leave whenever but you can't come back whenever okay um so question now has the duck exploded yet i feel like it's been more than 12 seconds um yeah, the duck explodes. Like, after you walked away from it, it just fucking blows up by the treasure chest. Uh, I probably would... I would have... Um, I would have... That conversation would have gone differently. <laughs> <laughs> like, so uh, I just look back and go, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Am I aware that the rubber duck is the thing that exploded or that there was just an explosion that... I'm not sure. You're not aware not that the rubber duck's the thing that exploded. You're aware that it exploded by the rubber duck. And now the rubber duck is no more. But you don't know if it was the cause. Uh, well, since I wasn't looking at Coon, what the fuck just happened? And perception check to see what the fuck exploded. 14. You didn't catch it in time. It just sort of happened. Like you saw I, I look at you, I go, I assume it was you. I kind of shrug. I guess the best that I can. Can horses shrug? I, believe, I mean, actually, you know, if a dog can smile, I feel like a horse can. Oh, shrug. I, I've seen horses do some things, and yes, they. <laughs> what type of things? <laughs> I once saw I've a horse seen horses fight an electric fence. What's that? I've seen a horse fight <laughs> an electric fence. All right, but that doesn't answer whether or not a horse can shrug. No, they can. Oh, I mean, okay. I've seen them nod at people also. Like getting full conversations with people anatomically like, eh. easier than shrugging. I feel like it would be for horses. I mean, I reminds me there's this video. It looked like there's these two horses talking shit about someone, like gossiping. Like they're just sort of mumbling to each other and looking at each other. Then they'd look over at the person and then they'd look back and start talking more. Yeah, horses. There's a like horse profile for a horse named Shrug. Yes. You guys are look okay. It's not important if he can actually shrug in real life or not. We'll say it's okay. He can shrug. All right. So I shrug. Okay. Um, so, Bear, what do you, you do? You lift up your hoofs and go your... like. 
<laughs> or you know, you do the. Uh, that seems a lot more frightening. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, man. Horses are scary as fuck sometimes. <laughs> By themselves, like they look at you and you're like, I can't outrun you. You just lean back on your back hoofs, lift your front hoofs up, and go, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay, so um, I I just walked towards the owl. Oh, he left. I thought I just saw him. No, you heard him. He, okay. He left after he... I walked towards the direction he went. Okay. So you saw that he flew through the tree, like, over your head. And so he's just sort of turned around. Wait, like, he walked just out... flew up? No, like, so you guys are in this sort of, like, subspace. And sort of, like, all around you is this big cylinder. And he threw, he flew through it. And now he's no longer in the same space as you are. One more time? Sure. So you're in, like, this big cylinder. And then he flew through the cylinder and through the wall. And he's no longer in that same area as you are. Oh, okay. So the wall is, like, corporeal. Yeah. Okay, so I walk over to the wall, and I punch it. So you punch it, and you find yourself being dragged back through, and you find yourself outside the tree that you're swinging your axe at about 30 minutes ago. Okay. And I want you to do a perception check at this point. I got a six. So uh, you notice that the mick is gone, and there seems to be like a pool of blood. And... um. You also feel like there's something odd that, like, something weird is going on. You're not entirely sure what's exactly. And I want you to do a dexterity saving throw. Uh, I got a 10. Okay, so um, you know that something's different. And so you try to roll out of the way, but you find yourself... Hey, wait, um... It says I have advantage on dexterity against effects that I can see while not blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. So do I get advantage? You did not see it is the problem. Because you didn't see it, you just sort of get tackled and pounced on. Okay. And you feel there's something that's trying, like it's biting into you. And let's see. Wait, it's biting into me through all five inches of fat? <laughs> Well, you can feel it biting through your skin. <laughs> Let's see. Roll. Okay, good. So it does 10 damage to you. Oh, no. And um, at this point, we're going to take a break. Hey, everybody. It's Chris here. Uh, I hope you guys have had a great week. Uh, first off, let's start with the characters for this week. So we got uh, McFarlane Hendrickson, or Mick for short, from Starlight Advent 2 on Twitter. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. Uh, if you guys want to have a character named after you, if you could just get it out there and like just help get the show going, uh, whether it's supporting us through Twitter, so leaving reviews on iTunes, um, buying our merch, supporting on Patreon... All sorts of different things, and we may change that as things go along, but anything you do to help support the show will want to, you know, either name a character after you, or you could, you know, 
we name it place, whatever. We'll, we'll work it out. Whatever you want, we'll see what we can do and we'll work you into the campaign. Um, I'm still working through a list of people I got, so if you haven't heard your character name yet, don't worry. I will get your character soon, hopefully in the next episode. I can't promise that it's going to be the next episode, but I will do my best to make sure we get some in there. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, right. Uh, also, we had a giveaway that we're doing for a one-year anniversary. And so let's see. So the winner that I drew up is James Rhodes from Facebook. So thank you all so much for supporting the show. James, we'll DM you um, or you can DM us however you wish to do it. And we'll work out the logistics on uh, what you're going to get and how it's going to get to you and all that. Um, yeah. So thank you all for supporting the show. Oh, also, if you guys have any um, t-shirt ideas or any quotes or anything from the show that you want to see on a t-shirt or on any part of our merch, uh, you can just let me know. You can reach out through Twitter, Facebook, the fan club, uh, or you can email us directly at DungeonTales4 at Gmail or um, any other way you could reach us. I mean, I don't know. Somehow send us a letter. Honestly, I don't, don't know all the other ways you could reach us, but do your best and I'll take a look and see what I can do. I'm working on creating more t-shirt designs and hopefully you'll see more um, stuff in our tea public store. So it's, I want to create like, you know, different ones you'll see every so often, probably make some limited edition ones and this type of stuff. Uh, but we'll see. Anyways, thank you all so much for supporting the show. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of this week's episode. Welcome back to Dungeon Tales. Uh, so where we left off, Bear just got attacked from behind and felt something biting him for 10 damage. Oof. So Bear, what do you do? Oh, I go... And you just hear something sort of just... In your general direction. And it sort of, uh, it seems to rip off a piece of your flesh, which includes with the 10 damage you received, and sort of jumps in front of you. And you see this sort of panther-like thing with, like, greenish legs and a red body and a tail with this giant eyeball on it. And it doesn't look like any creature you've ever seen before. It definitely doesn't look natural to the forest. Uh, so I draw my great axe and I attack it. Is this the, I go, uh, what the fuck is that? You're still in the tree. <laughs> We're in the tree? <laughs> you guys haven't left the tree space yet. Only Bear left it. Oh. I leave the tree place. <laughs> but the tree um, place loves me. So you guys leave the tree area and you see bears fighting this thing. And you see the same description, and now, Sonny, if you want to say that, you can. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, Kuhn, you remember hearing stories from your world a long time ago about a, what you assume to be like a synthetic monster that is able to absorb magic and then send it back. I stab it. Well, at this point, I want everyone to roll initiative. Uh, does it know that we're there? I mean, it just bit a chunk. Of, well, <laughs> does it know I'm there? Well, let me rephrase that question. No, it doesn't. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to keep it that way. I got an 11. Okay. I got a 17. 10. Right. Okay. 
this thing got a 19. Okay, so so it notices Sunny as it immediately sort of sniffs the air and its eye on its tail just sort of swivels to Sunny. And uh, it charges at you. And I want you to do a dexterity saving throw. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Do I get an opportunity attack as it passes me? I got a 13. Uh, sure. Okay, so I I hit it with my axe. Okay. I got an 18 to hit. So, yeah, you hit it with your axe. And uh, how much damage do you do? Eight. All right, so you hack into it. And it sort of uh, growls at you as you're being sort of... Uh, what, what's it sound like? Uh, it's a... <sighs> Yes, Rain's description of hack was great, where he's just typing into a keyboard. Um, <laughs> you just see Bear with a screen with green letters going, all right, I'm it's on cool glasses, like sunglasses, even though it's the middle of the night. <laughs> Old white 90s keyboard. <laughs> and so, yeah, this, uh, it, it hisses at you, and it, Looks like it's about to attack, but now it is Sunny's turn. Um, are you sure? I got pretty low on my initiative. What about everyone else? Are oh, you getting your initiative? I got a. Well, it was coming to attack you. I got ten on my initiative. Mm. Bear, you got a seventeen, right? Yeah, that's what happened. I put in the wrong numbers. Sorry about that. Okay. So the creature was going to attack Sunny when I attacked it. That you kept it from attacking Sunny? Correct. Okay. So now it is your turn. Okay, so I hack into it again. <laughs> you pull out your cool keyboard and your glasses. <laughs> uh, and what'd you roll the hit? Okay. Um, I got a 10. Okay. Unfortunately, that uh, you swing your axe into it, but it doesn't do anything to it. Okay. It just sort of hits a piece of its flesh, but it wasn't a hard enough swing to actually do any damage. Uh, and now it is Kuhn's turn. I, like, roll up next to this thing and stab it with my new sword. Okay. Uh, can I get in a range where I'll be able to do sneak attack? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. I got a dirty 20. Okay. And it roll okay. a 20. Uh, I deal 9, and then for sneak attack, I deal an additional 4. Okay, so... Question. Yeah. Per the wording of the sword, just to get technical. Says, well, you rolled a 20, right? Yeah, but it's not, I didn't roll a 20. I got a 20. Well, it says when you roll a 20 on your attack roll. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. That counts. Oh, really? Yeah, it counts. Okay. In, in my book, it counts. I mean, fuck the rules at this point. Okay. Uh, then I do... What was it? 13. I, I do 20 damage exactly. Okay. For Pyman's sake. Good. Uh, now it is Sunny's turn. So, I am going to cast Firebolt. Okay. Oh shit, you said I you have a magic. Fuck. It's too late now. So, uh, what'd you roll? A nat 20. Okay. Uh, well, it hits. I'm gonna run away like a bitch. <laughs> 11 damage. Okay, so uh, you see its eye thing sort of just uh, 
moves really quickly and grabs a hold of the firebolt that you're hitting it with and sort of absorbs it. And I want you to do a dexterity saving throw as it takes your firebolt and throws it back at you. I got a 14. Uh, so you don't make it out of the way as you get hit by your same firebolt that does 11 damage. Oh, fuck. Oh, actually, hold on. All right, actually, instead, you only take the other half of the damage it didn't take, so you only take five damage. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, did I fail the dexterity saving throw? You did. Oh, wait. Oh, whatever. Uh, I was going to say I want to use my Tides of Chaos ability to roll with advantage. Ah, too late now. All right, fine. All right, so now it's the... Uh, uh, and Kuhn, suddenly you remember the name of this thing as the... award. Aorian Absorber. Oh, wait, hold on. Before I before I end my turn, I do want to um, yell to Kuhn as a free action. I go, Kuhn, throw me the button. I throw the button. Right. Uh, with cunning action, okay, I throw great. the button. So he catches the button with his mouth. Uh, nice. And as soon as you threw the button, you suddenly remember this thing's called an Aorian Absorber. And you remember very little of it. Uh, but except for what I mentioned about how it can absorb magic like you just saw. Now, do I remember how hard it is to kill this thing? Uh, you remember hearing legends of it taking a hero to destroy it. But one thing you do remember is that it seems to be very... Uh, this one seems to be weaker than normal. Okay. Yeah. This one doesn't look as big and buff as it's depicted in the legends of your culture. I, because I'm looking at the, the thing you sent us, which is yeah, the encounter, and I'm like, level two, level two, level two, CR 10. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think this is going to go how I think it is. <laughs> That's right. Um, and so it it lunges at um, Rain or Kuhn, and uh, it tries to attack with its claws. You're just jealous because I have Nutella. Yes, this is... Um, can I do an opportunity attack? Sure. Sweet. I'm going to try to shank it with my horn. Okay. Shank you very much. <laughs> I got a 12, and now I want to use my t- Tides of Chaos ability to roll with advantage. Sure. Nat 20. Okay, you hit. 11 damage. Okay. So... Uh, you shank it with it, your horn, but it still is charging towards Kuhn. Does it just not like me? <laughs> uh, something about it seems enraged. Probably because you stabbed it and did 20 damage to it. <laughs> but, you know. Hmm. I don't like this. Uh, yeah, and so it goes and... Uh, so it hits you and does 8 damage. Ah. Uh, ouchie. Uh, and it is now Bear's turn. Uh, so I attack it with my great axe. Okay. And I miss again. Okay. So you go to swing at it, and it sort of just dodges out of the way. Uh, now it is uh, Kuhn's turn. Uh, I'm going to stab it in the face. Okay. Roll and then disengage behind the bear. <laughs> Stab it, run away. Stab it, and run away. Yes. That is exactly what I'm going to do, actually. 16 hit? Yeah, it does. I'm guessing I don't get sneak attack for this one. Uh, 6 no. damage. 
Okay. And then, yeah, I, I run. So you stab in the face and then you run away. And then cunning action disengage. <laughs> All right. So now it is Sunny's turn. All right. So I am going to cast Mage Armor. Okay. And would you like me to roll on the Wild Magic Surge table? Yeah, do it. I would like to reinforce I'm behind the bear. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I rolled a 76. You glow with bright light in a 30-foot radius for the next minute. Any creature that ends its turn within five feet of you is blinded until the end of its next turn. You really are sunny. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, suddenly sunny just seems to become engulfed in this bright light. And uh, did you want to do anything else with your turn? Um, no, not this time. Okay. So uh, this panther-like thing, uh, you see it pulls its tail behind it. And sort of you see like this energy beam starts to charge up. And uh, it points it towards Bear. And Bear, I want you to do a dexterity saving throw. Oh, and actually, since Coon, since you're behind Bear, I also want you to do dexterity saving throw. Okay, but I can see the effect, right? So I yeah, can do so you have advantage. advantage. I got 19. I got a 12. <laughs> Damn it. Well, luckily, you guys both roll out of the way. As you see, like, this purplish light just sort of um, gets shoved out of its eye and uh, hits where you are and explodes that area with what you know to be psychic damage. And uh, it just sort of hisses at you, and it sort of readies itself to attack whoever attacks it. Uh, Now it is Bear's turn. Okay, so um, I attack it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And I got a 22 to hit. Good, and it hits. And I do 17 damage. Damn. Okay. So it um, it tries to lunge at you while you are swinging your axe, and you sort of just cleave into its shoulder. Uh, and it's, it's still alive, but you can see it's definitely wounded a lot at this point. Okay. And now there's Coon's turn. Uh, okay. So this thing's not swiping at me this time? No, it's not. And... Bear is cleaving into it with his great axe. Oh, I'm going to dive to its backside and stab it. And then disengage back 15 feet. (laughs) Okay, sure. Roll the hit. I go stabby, stabby, stabby. What'd you get? May have rolled a one. Alright, I want you to roll a d100 for me. I don't like that. 75. Uh, Let's see. What did it do? It stabbed itself in the shoe. (laughs) <laughs> so made a poo. Uh, this weird thing happened actually where suddenly you sort of you stab like you stab it and your dagger breaks but like this other magical item sort of falls down onto the ground where it should have been your broken remnants of your sword and uh, it's this horn like this war horn did I just stab this thing with a magic item and it reproduced another magic item? Yeah. Weirdly. Okay. I, I You're going to have to add whatever the horn is eventually. Yeah, I can add it now. 
Uh, and now it is uh, Sunny's turn. Cool. So I run up to it and I shank it with my horn. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I got a 22. Yeah, it works. Uh, roll for damage. Four damage. Okay. It's feeling the heat. All right. So now it is their turn again. Good. So now, so this thing, uh, it charges up its tail again and points it at Sunny this time. So Sunny, I want you to do dexterity saving throw. Excellent. All right. So I got a 13, but I'm going to use my Tides of Chaos ability to roll with advantage. Okay. I do not trust you with chaos magic. Oh, I only got an 11 on the second one. So, all right, I still got 13. All right, so uh, you try to dodge out of the way. And let me just roll the damage here. Oh, fuck. All right, you take 34 damage of psychic damage. Holy shit. Um, as it just sort of hits you and you get thrown back into a tree. Um, ow. Yeah. Um, I think I'm completely dead, instant death. Uh... We'll we'll just say that you're not dead dead, but you're <laughs> you're very much needing of assistance. Okay. Uh now it's Bear's turn. Okay, so um I attack it. Okay. I got a twenty-six to hit. Uh-huh. That hits. And I do sixteen damage. Okay. So you see this thing's bleeding a lot at this point. Um, and it looks like it's almost dead. And Kuhn, it is now your turn. Uh, I'm going to stab it with the horn. Okay. <laughs> uh, roll the hit with disadvantage. Just roll a d20. Just d20? Yeah. I want my dagger back, damn it. <laughs> uh, seven. And second roll is... Fourteen. Okay, so you hit it with the horn, and it doesn't seem to do anything. Like, at least you didn't hit it hard enough to cause any damage. So this thing, it's very much weak at this point. And um, so it tries to bite at uh, at Bear. Should I do a death save? Oh, yeah. Can you do a death save, please? Fourteen! Okay, good. So you succeed the first one. Alright, so uh, it tries to attack Bear, but it misses. Uh, so Bear, now it's your turn. Okay, so um, I chop its filthy head off. Okay. Um, does this 12 hit? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> like you, let's just say your axe hit it, but it didn't go through. So, Kuhn, now that's your turn. Uh, can I take the remnants of the short sword and stab it again? See if it fixes it. <laughs> sure. Why not? Kuhn's pissed. He wants it back. I got a natch 20. <laughs> Magically, your sword comes back to life. <laughs> like, stabs in, and the blade comes out, and I'm like, yes! <laughs> Sounds legit. Yeah, I mean... I was about to say, if you roll that 20, sure, it happens. And it did. Uh, I got that. 12 damage, 19. Uh, I'm not going to add sneak attack. So, yeah, so then you had the plus 7 from hitting the nat 20. Yeah, so I got not 12 plus that 7, so 19. Okay, so 
you kill this thing. Like suddenly you just stab it and you pull your sword out as its life fades and you have your short sword back. And that's the <laughs> end of the battle. Uh, so are... this horn is here? Yeah. Yeah, if you hit refresh, it's in your uh, inventory it... now. I was going to go put it on the death horn. save. Yeah, go ahead and do another death save. Holy shit. 16. Yay. I got to heal the horse. Okay. So you're gonna heal Did the you horse. Say that out loud. Yes, because <laughs> I know you're unconscious. Um. Uh huh. I'm looking at the horn. Yeah. It, I mean, I do have profic- I, I do have proficiency in medium armor. Let's see. Do, 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 do. I'm pretty sure. No light armor. Well, next level's third. <laughs> uh, and at this point, we all level up to level three. Because you guys killed something that should not have been killable. Yay! Well, Yay. I will level up to level 3 if I survive this. Well, well uh, I go could, and heal you. Yeah, you want to do medicine check? See how well you heal him? Can I take 10 on it? Yeah, sure. Okay, so, I got a 12. So, yeah, you, uh, you heal him and you find yourself back at 1 HP. Yay! And that's where we're going to end this week's episode of Dungeon Tales. So thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. 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 Bye.